Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Uh-huh. Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, man. Boy, 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 boy. Man, God has been good to me. I, I can't even... <laughs> I, I can't even put it into words, man. But I try, though. I try, I try, I try. God does things for me just right on time. He's he's so cool with it. And um, I happen to run across Joel Osteen on television, like I often do all the time. And um, I was sitting there, and he had such a timely message for me. A part of it was something that I've said oftentimes about if you really, really want to be successful, if you really, really want to change, if you really, really want to prosper, if you really, really want to achieve greatness, if you really, really want to have something in life that's worth having, if you really, really want to accomplish your goals, you got to push through all of it. He said that when you get closer to it, the more difficult it becomes. Did you hear me? He said, the closer you get to what it is you want or you need or you have to have or, 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 or you would love to be, it gets a little bit more difficult when you get closer. He told this uh, story that's in the Bible that I'd never heard before. This is what he said. He said there was a man who was uh, paralyzed and 
uh, he had heard that Jesus was speaking at a house. And so he wanted to get there. So he convinced four of his friends to put him on a stretcher and carry him for, for hours to get to this house where Jesus was speaking. He said that along the way, these friends said that, th- that, that they went along because he had so much faith that if he could just get to him, it could be better. That he could, if, if he could just get over there and he could see him, that he might have a shot at getting healed. And so he said they took out along the way and they walked and they walked and they walked for hours. And then uh, when they got there, the house was completely filled with people. There was absolute, it was packed wall to wall. There was absolutely no way for the men to get him on that stretch of end to see Jesus. This is a story that uh, Joel Osteen said is in the Bible and we was telling it. No, I'm just repeating the parts of it I, I, I gathered. And so he said they sat there and they went, wow, man, we walked all this way and it's full and, 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 and we can't get there. He said, and then the guy with the affliction told the four men, if you get up on the roof and cut a hole in it and lower me down, I bet I could see him then, and I bet it'll be all right. Now, he then said, you must imagine how these four men must have felt when you carry somebody for hours on on, 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 on the way they had to carry some cloth connected by a couple of sticks. Said the men's shoulders had to be bruised, had to have deep uh, gouges in them, not cuts, but just indentations where they had carried the weight of this grown man for so many hours. And they looked at him in disbelief, like, man, what are you talking about? We done walked all this far. He said, yeah, but if you get up on that roof and you cut a hole in it and lower me down, I can see him. And when he see me, it'll be all right. After sitting there and imploring the men, they went up and did just that. And and in the, and in the story, that Joel Osteen said, the man was healed. But the point he was making was, he was saying that the closer you get to what it is you really want, the more difficult it's going to become. But you've got to push through. See, if you don't push through, you never know. See, you can't get right to the answer and because it gets really difficult, start creating those little sayings that we got as people. Uh, Well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. I I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. No, man, I guess you should not give up right now. I guess you should keep pressing. I guess you should do more. Because, see, in all of us, in all of us, when you've had enough, I want you to know something. You do have a little bit more. In all of us, you can do one more. You know, that's one of my favorite things, and I heard Joel Osteen say it, and it kind of made me feel good. He said, I always feel like I can do one more anything. And I tell my friends all the time, I can do one more, man. I could do one more day. I can do one more anything. Now, here was the jewel that I never really knew that Joel Osteen uh, and God sent to me. I needed to hear. He said, 
that no matter what you're going through, no matter how long the challenge is you've been facing, God has an end date for it all. Did you hear me? No matter what you're going through, no matter what challenge you're facing, no matter what situation you've gotten yourself into, God has an ending date. All you got to do is keep pressing forward. All you got to do is hang in there. All you got to do is don't give up. All you have to do is don't turn back. There is an end date for all of it. Even when you think you've had enough. And boy, have I had this conversation with God on several things that I've been going through. And I'm go- I've even told him, look, I got it, man. He said, just keep hanging on. There is an end date to whatever it is you're going through. There's an end date to your illness, your sickness, your, your, your tired of being tired. There's an end date to this relationship that you can't seem to get through beyond, over, that's, that's a, like a cancer to you. There's an end date, but you've got to hang in there. You've got to keep pushing forward. You cannot turn around. You must not go back because when God gets you through this and you break through to the other side, the reward and the benefit is far greater than the struggle. I oftentimes look at some of the things that God has brought me through in in, in my worst times. And, And when he brought me through, I went, wow, man. Now that I understand that, now that I'm on the other side and I have the benefit of the reward for it, would you do it all again to get there? Yes, I would. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it started. Steve Harvey Morning Show, Steve Harvey Radio Show, Steve Harvey Mentoring Program, Steve Harvey on graduation, Steve Harvey on Zoom, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey. I've made more appearances during COVID than in the history of mine. There's no way I would have made all these graduations out of them. There's no way. I've been everywhere because I can't tell them I can't make it. They know you can't. They ain't even asking you to make it. They just going, we'll just come to your house. We'll send you a link. Can you just talk for five minutes? No good here. Well, I don't know how to time myself to five minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, Steve. Happy belated Father's Day. Hope you had a good time yesterday. Man, one of the best Father's Day I've had in a long time. Thought it wasn't going to be nothing, and they surprised So they must have heard you. Carla Pharrell, they didn't. (laughs) That's wonderful. Happy belated Father's Day, Steve. To all the crew, what's up, guys? Yeah. Junior, Junior, you ain't a father, but how no. you doing, man? Man, I'm good. Uh, morning, everybody. Morning, crew. Happy Father's Day. Jay Appreciate Tommy. the text, Pimp. <laughs> Jay Anthony Brown, old daddy. What's up? What's up? Watch out there now, Mr. Steve Harvey. What's going on, man? Is that a cane go? Yes, man. I'm not letting. No, this is a leather. Just, just a leather cap. Leather. Oh, okay. In in okay. June. Wow, it's See, it's Tommy yellow, Tommy. Bright yellow. I ain't oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's a summer color. Team Tommy, Tommy. Team Tommy. 
Let me show you how it went, Jay. I said, Jay, is that a cane goat? You said, no, it's just a yellow leather hat. Uh-huh. He said, in the summer? <laughs> Just like that. That's a pop team. Nailed that it. That is a pop team. Harvey. Nailed it. That's not- that is a pop team. In June? In yeah. other words, what are you but doing I'm with in- that winter hat on I'm in, in the air condition. I'm in air condition. That's but it's doing. yellow, though. Yeah, that's the summer color. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And Tom is a Houston boy, so he don't really know. The, the seasons and fashions, because he didn't really wear the same thing year round. Right. Starting off with a high. Nephew Tommy, big dog. Morning time, baby. It's Monday. Let's get it. Yeah, man. Had a pretty good Father's Day yesterday, man. Good. All my daughters came around me. Uh-huh. Uh, my son is out in L.A. To, uh, my other son, he a father, so he was busy. And um. Uh, uh, my uh, Winton came over my all my daughters, so it was a really nice day. And I ate everything I wanted to eat in a lot. I, I had a I had Dunkin' Donuts. I ain't had Dunkin' Donuts in years. Oh wow! Oh, I had uh, two Dunkin' Donuts, and Mike going there and heat one up this morning. Oh. <laughs> Delicious. Just to go on and cap it off before I go into this workout. Well, you eat Dunkin' fancy. You a fancy Dunkin' Donut. Right. You don't know how to eat them. Oh, right, when they guys. all hard and stone like that. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll finish our weekend review and then we'll get some advice in Ask the CLO segment right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it is Monday. Uh, so let's see. We found out you were telling us about your Father's Day, Steve, and then we'll, we'll uh, finish that and then go right into Ask the CLO. Okay. Well, go on and ask it because I'm finished. Oh, you're finished? Mm. Okay. Yeah. You ate everything you wanted to eat. Okay. Thank, thank the Lord. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, this one, Steve, is from Sandy in Chattanooga, Tennessee. She says, I'm a single mother. My son just turned two. My son's father was engaged when we met, so we kept it purely sexual. We got careless, and, and I got pregnant. He totally cut me off, and I have not heard from him since then. He got married, and I found his wife on Facebook. I look at her page from time to time, and the other day I saw that she's pregnant, and her caption said, I'm so happy to give my husband his first son. I want to let her know that I gave her husband his first son. Should I send her a Facebook message or surprise them with child support papers? What you think, well, Steve? Either one of them gonna be pretty funky. Yes. How you see what see see what you you've already decided that you're going to do one or the other. Facebook message surprise with support papers. Mm-hmm. Now see this is what happens though. See you was messing with her fiance and then you was just it was just sexual. Then y'all got careless and now you got a baby. Now now you don't want to be just just sexual no more. Now you want a family. He cut you off because he didn't want it to interfere with his life that he really didn't want to give up no way. So now, now he got to pay for that too. And you got to pay too. So now everybody got to come to the dance. So which one you going to do? You going to send a Facebook message or you going to surprise them with court papers? See, mm. 
Either way, look, here's what you're going to do. You're probably going to end up doing both because you don't sound like you're going to let yeah. this go. Because you go, you going to get child support. I'm pretty sure you're going to do that. So, mm-hmm. you right? I mean, ladies. Yeah, oh, yeah, get she should get child support. She should yeah. get that. See, see, so, see, so, yeah. ain't no, ain't no, it was an accident, one night stand. We did it. Yeah. You got it. Here's the papers. Sign here, here, and here. See, yeah. that's. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. Dude. You're right. Yeah. It's a mess. Uh, either way you look at it. Yeah. yeah. It's, right, either, it's either get it over now, pay me now, later. Mm-hmm. One of the yep. two. But mm-hmm. you're going to make sure it happened because you're mad now. Yeah, you I mean, all I'm, on the Facebook yeah. page and stuff, getting mad. And there is a child involved. I don't know There's... about her following the wife and all that. Yeah, but oh, let me God. ask you something. Easy. I don't know about all that. Would she... Trolling. Yeah. Was, but after she got pregnant, he didn't want to have to do nothing to do with her. That's what pissed her off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know All what right. to tell you, man. Get your child support and leave yes, those people alone. Go yeah. to Walgreens next time. Yeah, <laughs> leave them alone. Damn protection. <laughs> All right, here we go, Steve. Jerome in Orlando says, I'm dating the love of my life, and I'll do anything to make her happy. But she's been giving me the blues. We participated in one peaceful protest, and we donated money to Black Lives Matter. Uh, to the movement. She watches the news all day, and she thinks we should get back out there and protest again. We're both 63 (laughs) years old. So I told her we should find another way to show support. She told me that I'm a sorry excuse for a black man if I just sit back and accept what's going on in the world. I'm black and I'm proud, but I'm not going back out there. (laughs) Could could there be some truth (laughs) to how she feels? Well, that's really crazy, dog, because yeah. I'm 63, too. I can't go back out there. You know, I said the other day, protesting is a young person's sport because the way they doing it now, man, with this tear gas and it's throwing you the phone, you got to be able to run, change directions, <laughs> fall, get up, jump over cars and stuff, hide behind bushes, run up steps, pick up tear gas, throw it back. Hey, dog, at 63, man, you ain't there no more. It's a lot of ways to protest. Because you're not out there on the front line don't mean that you don't care. And at 63-year-old and a black dude, boy, I don't know how many of these wars she don't know you've been in. Mm. Some people are late bloomers. You know, this is their first time wanting to get active. But I'm exactly 63. If you're my age, sir, you've been at this for a long time. This is nothing new. I support the protesters out there. I really do. I don't condone the looting and the burning, but I do understand it, though. I don't want you to do it, but Lord have mercy, I do understand it. I'm not like them people in the media. I don't understand you burn up your own neighborhood. Them ain't your neighborhoods. That's for starters. And then I understand, but then our antagonist planted in there, too, and once the bricks start throwing, it's easy to throw after that. So I understand the whole game. But don't get mad at this man because he's not going back out there to protest. That's not. That doesn't make him sorry. Right. Because, see, a a lot of people had uh, inflicted curfews and stuff like that, and now they're making that a law. And once you break the law, 
then that enables them to enact the law and you have a problem. Yeah, and he said they were finding other ways to support the movement. Yeah, he ain't no um, sorry dude because he ain't going to All right, Connie and Gary him. says, I'm a 53-year-old divorced female and I'm a magnet for married men. I started back dating two years mm. ago and I have gone on uh, two first... Now, I've gone on first dates with three different men that ended up being married. The men I met online lie on their profiles, say they're single. Even the married men at church flirt with me since they know I'm divorced. I didn't think dating would be this hard. I don't have time for games, so is there any way for me to tell if a man is married when I meet him? Can you give me some clues? <laughs> yeah, if mm. when he pull up, uh, he has a Winnebago with a swing set on top. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, if he pull up and uh, it's car seats in the back. Uh, yeah. If he pull up and you find uh, Bubblicious rappers in the car. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Bubblicious. If he pull up and there's some little baby shoes hanging on the rearview mirror. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a several things. <laughs> All right. Thank you, CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, as always. Coming up next, it is Monday, so that means the pastors Surely. will be in the building Surely. right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, today's national news. Miss Ann is going to tell us about another chokehold arrest yesterday in New York City at Rockaway Beach as New York police officers were attempting to arrest a black man they used a chokehold. This is just one week after the city has banned the use of chokeholds. Wow. <sighs> it's in their training. Yeah. It's in uh, their training. Okay. The DNA. And, yeah. <laughs> Training, DNA, my all of it. Yeah. In entertainment news, our good friend, your good friend, Steve, D.L. Hughley, revealed that he has tested positive for coronavirus after collapsing on stage in Nashville. And Jamie Foxx is going to play Mike Tyson. We'll talk about all of this. Wow. That's a good Ooh. fit right there. We'll talk about all these stories at the top of the hour. But first, it is Monday. Time to lighten things up a bit. Uh, and smile with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. They are here with church complaints. Um, ah. <clears throat> uh, oh, oh, gracious. Most benevolent. Father of uh, ostentatiously. Uh, uh, all knowing, uh, all seeing, and uh, vivalicious. Yeah. I love you. I truly, truly opposition you. Opposition. Opposition you. What what it what break that that's down a, for me? Uh, that's a word. Ladies and gentlemen, we are time now in the middle of COVID mm -hmm. to deal with a church that ain't managed yet to be grateful about a damn thing. Right. Go ahead, Deacon. All right, let's see here, Pastor. We gotta, we need to approve of the sisters who haven't been able uh, to get their hair and nails done. We would like to see them, we would like to not see them on the Zoom service. Would you mind letting them know it's all right oh. to tune in, but we don't want to, they, they have not done their hair. I and agree. Nails. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Some of these Zooms is 
is too close. Yes, <laughs> and uh, Sister Vonita, if you would please back up from the Zoom ah. certain you remind us of Reverend Adenoid. You just, you just, you, you, you just too damn close. Way too close, man. Yeah. So, if I if I have your approval, I let those know that uh, that are too Come close. Come on, yeah, we're not gonna be doing all. Uh, I, I want to have a, I'm controlling who's in the Zoom and who's out. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much, Pastor. Thank you so much. All right. We got an issue yesterday. You know, it was Father's Day. Uh, little 10-year-old Marcus Bailey found out that William Bailey is not his daddy. Uh, brother Jason Reynolds is actually the daddy. Now, now, now brother William uh, is demanding 10 years of money that he didn't put into the bar. They want you to handle this situation. Uh, Brother Williams, you don't get money back off the boy. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work that way. You've uh, supported him in mm. Little League, pal football, right. and the junior soccer league. That's right. <laughs> And and, right. and 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 he can't wear none of them shoes anymore. But this ain't his boy though. That's that's what the shock. Well, boy you is. you was acting like he was your boy, so you continue to talk to the mama. Uh oh. Huh? Some truth to that, I think. Uh, right. Yeah. Amen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Amen. Uh, Amen again. Uh, 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 I said hello. Uh oh. Right. up in here. Uh, Come on now. All right, now. Read. <laughs> All right, Pastor. We got an issue uh, due to COVID-19. Listen, you're going to have to talk to Brother Maurice. Now, he delivers the meals on wheels to the less fortunate and the disabled. Now, people are saying that he's not even bringing the food up to the dough. He's throwing a rock, hitting the dough, and, le and uh, leaving the food on the curb and pulling off. Right. I, no contact. I had told Brother Maurice to do that. Oh, Cause we're oh, practicing social distancing. We can't get next to these old people now. <laughs> Cause all of them have pre-existing condition, and you know Maurice has Maurice uh, pre-conditioned existing too. He's an alcoholic. He's a crackhead. Mm. Mm. He's a former thief. <laughs> uh, he, he's assault and battery. He's on why probation. Did we, why did we have him dropping food out? Well, it's the only job he could get once he got out. Or, or deacon. Just mm, mm, okay. meals on wheels. Right. But you can't, uh, people they, people getting ants and bugs in their food by the time they get out to the curb and bring it back <laughs> in. <laughs> well, you got to now, get out got there to... quicker now. <laughs> I guess once the rock hit the dough, you need to come on out. I guess. Have your walker at the door. <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> and when you hear that rock hit that screen, Start sliding. <laughs> read. Uh, all right, Pastor. Sister Cinnamon. I love her. Sister Cinnamon, who was a former stripper, has been raising money to help the church as we try to help those in the community. Uh, the problem, Pastor, is she's selling t shirts that say Big Booties Matter. Uh, <gasps> she has sold over a thousand Big Booty Matter shirts, and now she's what? saying she wants to have a Big Booty March. This is your call, Pastor. He is making money, but uh, I don't know about Big Booty's matter. Well, they do matter. Amen. They've always mattered. They will continue to matter. Preach on it, Pastor. And don't nothing else matter. <laughs>
I was once dating a woman uh, who had a small booty. I did not know it at first, but the third day, I kind of like remind me the story of when the stone rolled away. On the third day, uh, 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 we got to peeling back the layers. Yeah. And I found out mm-hmm. she had bought a booty. Yeah, the change. There's panties that they make at Fredericks of Hollywood <laughs> that you can buy mm-hmm. and will make your booty mm-hmm. look more voluptuous than it really is. Look more voluptuous. I, I, I said make it look more voluptuous <laughs> than it mm-hmm. really oh, is. Oh, yeah. About uh-huh. that third night we was together and uh-huh. she got to taking things off. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she pulled off uh-huh. her underwear and set them on the top of the dress. And on top of the dresser, inside the underwear was the rest of her ass. I was sitting over there on the bed, <laughs> more disappointed than you could ever want to see. She started walking towards me. I said, oh, Lord. I done messed around, started dating a white girl. She came to me. But she was a black girl with a white girl body. It threw me off into something. I said, Lord, Lord, never again. Okay. Big booties matter. <laughs> Big booties matter. Uh, and since we at the top of the hour, don't they? Entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, one of the kings of comedy and your good friend, D.L. Hughley, uh, collapsed on stage while he was performing at uh, Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville. D.L. was suffering from dehydration and exhaustion after working and traveling. And uh, take a listen as D.L. explained to his fans about his diagnosis of COVID-19. When I came, I was being treated... uh for extreme exhaustion and um, dehydration, which I, I was very dehydrated. But it turns out they ran a battery of tests and I also tested positive for COVID-19, which blew me away. Prayers of healing are going out to DL, of course. We love him and uh, what yeah, a surprise. Uh, my son told me about it my, and my, my heart dropped a little bit, mm. you know, cause he said, dad, did you hear DL fell out on stage? And, so I, I know right away the call said, cause said and deal extremely close. And so said said he had just talked with him uh, at the hospital, cause when he heard about it, and I didn't hear about it till the next morning. So I text DL, I said, hey man, I don't want to disturb you, bro, but cause I know you might be rested. I don't know where you at, but just text me back. And let me know you're okay. And then we had a text exchange. He was fine. He told me what happened. And I uh, told him, you know, I loved him. I was praying for him. I said, just stay strong. You know, because, you know, it, 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 it really made my heart sink a little bit, man. Because, mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you, know, you know, we lost Bernie, man. I mean, you know, it, yeah. it just makes you, mm-hmm. I'm, you, mm-hmm. you, you know mm-hmm. how you get that phone call and you yeah. ain't, yeah. Right. Yeah. and all you get was, Dad, did you hear DL passed out on stage? What? And then you do but then, you know, you try to pull yourself together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so you can call them and sound, you know, yeah. strong or something, you know. But Uplifting. Yeah. yeah. It was a but it was good, feeling, man. And, uh, yeah. 
He's a good yeah. dude, man. He's a real good mm-hmm. dude. Oh, man, solid cat. Solid yeah. all the mm-hmm. way through. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you talk about educated himself, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. this dude right here. Mm-hmm. He's so smart. Very smart. Um, he was just on, not too long ago, he was on um, Cuomo, on Chris Cuomo's show, and he was um, telling Chris Cuomo, you know, saying that he was so happy that he got over COVID-19 and everything, not knowing that he had it at that time himself, but he was just asymptomatic, yeah. which is really yeah. crazy. I'm glad he got checked out, you know, and uh, he said he was going to quarantine himself for 14 days. Uh, again, prayers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's gonna stay in the hotel he was in. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he's okay. not leaving Nashville. Right, oh, he's just that. gonna stay. Okay. Wow. Prayers of healing going out to DL. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So, in other trending entertainment news, Steve, as we switch gears here, Jamie Fox has been signed to play Mike Tyson in an upcoming uh, biopic, okay? Oscar. Go ahead, Jamie. Uh-huh. Oscar. Yeah, another one, right? He's set to play uh, Tyson as both a young and an older man. Apparently, he's been working out, uh, um, working on this for years. Up, yeah, ja- Jamie's got the voice down. You know he can do that. Oh, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and now he's working on his body. He says he's been doing a daily regimen of 60 pull-ups, 60 dips and 100 push-ups to get his upper body in shape. <laughs> but Steve, he said the lower body is a lost cause. He said, I ain't got no legs. Uh, I ain't got no calf muscles, so we're going to have to put some prosthetics on. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mike got calves, boy. Yeah. Yeah, but Jamie can act, though, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jamie can act, man. He's going to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Steve. Time to go to Miss Ann. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, guys. Okay, in Chicago, sad, crazy news. Police say at least 60, 60, 60 people were shot over the weekend in Chicago. Nine people have died, including a three-year-old sitting in a car with his father. The father not cooperating with authorities as a $10,000 reward for information leading to the shooter. Also killed on the south side, a 13-year-old girl who was watching television at home. And two teenagers, 16, 17, just standing on the corner, shot for no apparent reason. Windy City officials blame gangs, guns, and drugs. In Atlanta, funeral arrangements have been announced for Rishard Brooks, and the family has invited Mayor Keisha Lane Bottoms to be, be there at Ebenezer Baptist Church. But they have also asked that the Atlanta cops not be involved with security. Today is a public viewing. The funeral is tomorrow. Meanwhile, the now-fired Atlanta policeman who shot him, Garrett Rolfe, charged with killing Rashard, remaining behind bars for now. And a Fulton County court judge told him why. By virtue of the nature of the charges, uh, I am prohibited by law from setting a bond at this time. So again, no bail for him. He's in jail. Rolf faces 11 counts, including felony murder for fatally shooting Brooks after trying to arrest him for merely trying to sleep it off in his car inside of a Wendy's parking lot a week back. Many of the law enforcement and political leaders who viewed the body cam video of the incident say Rolf didn't have to resort to deadly force. Nevertheless, hundreds of thousands of dollars, listen to this, has been raised for his, Rolf's, legal defense. President Trump held his first campaign rally since March 2nd on Saturday. His themes were pretty much unchanged since 2016. He said that if a Democrat, Joe Biden, was elected, that rioters uh, would take over the country. There was nothing about unfettered uh, racism in it. He didn't talk about police reform. He told his supporters that the Confederate symbols were, quote, our heritage. He even called the coronavirus the Kung Flu. I've been watching the fake news for weeks now, and everything is negative. 
don't go, don't come, don't do anything today. It was like, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. You are warriors. Thank you. Very bad. Yeah, meanwhile, six of the president's campaign staffers working on the weekend rally tested positive for coronavirus. On top of that, Trump spoke to a far smaller crowd than he anticipated. Reports are that teenagers using TikTok brought hundreds of tickets they had no intention of using, like they punked the whole event. Congressional Democrats are scheduled to open an investigation this week into the Trump administration's firing of the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District, Jeffrey Berman, whose office had been investing, uh, had been investigating rather Trump associates, including Rudy Giuliani. And while spring training gets underway this week, not in Florida or Arizona because of COVID, it's really the first full week of... Summertime, summertime, summertime. Yes, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for our Tell Me Something Good segment. Here's some great Tell news. me something good. And Steve, this is about you. You mentioned it earlier in the show, but this past weekend was your Steve Harvey Foundation mentoring camp. Uh, however, due to COVID-19, this year's camp was virtual. You talked about mm. that. You've made it your mission to every year mentor young boys from fatherless homes, and this year it was no different. You and your special guests talked to the boys virtually about racism, education, careers in the STEM field, financial planning, and a real talk about young kings and more. Enlighten us, please. I mean, it was just outstanding, man. Uh, we were able to reach a lot more boys. Mm -hmm. uh, every day we had 600 uh, boys join in wow. uh, and over the course it turned out to be tens of thousands Facebook just sent us a notice really? thanking us because we were the number one trending Facebook item online this weekend very good Mr. and it's all about mentoring these young men I want to thank Anthony Hamilton man because Anthony Hamilton has an interesting story because he grew up without his father mm -hmm. and he has six sons and mm -hmm. so a lot of the boys' questions, Anthony Hamilton was there to help out because they want to know how do you deal with not having your father around? How do you fight the feelings of resentment? I mean, these young guys were saying stuff like, how do you not hate your father? He don't come to your games. He don't come to your birthday party. He don't send you nothing for Christmas. One little boy even said, I was out on the street corner doing my thing. You know, I slang dope, Mr. Harvey. My father came up to me, saw me slanging on the corner, and tried to walk by me. I said, hey, man, then I dapped him up. He dapped me up and walked on. He said, wow. he said, he said, Mr. Harvey, why ain't he trying to stop me? Mm -hmm. He said, I just wanted him to turn around and say something to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's some cold stories, man. One dude's father hit him up on Instagram to get turn him on to drugs in hopes <laughs> that he would say he had the money so he could borrow the money from him so he could buy a lick. You know, what? man, it's, 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 it's some heartbreaking what? stories out there. Yeah, man. Hit his son up on Instagram to say he was going to turn his own son to some drugs to see if he had money, and then he was going to hit him up for the money. That I mean, man, God. it's, 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 it's some stuff out there. How low is that, yeah. man? No, you got to understand, man, what we're dealing with at these camps and how these boys is hurting. That's just a small example. And mm -hmm. then it's just boys want to know, man, when I talk to my father, Mr. Harvey, is it okay if I ask him why he don't want to be my daddy? I mean, man, you be sitting there listening to him, and you know, you gotta help him, you gotta talk him through this. So it's impactful. That's just a small part of it. Then, you know, some cats that wanna know how to get into business, how to stay out of trouble, how to make better decisions. Mm -hmm. These young boys need that mindset from a man to tell them some basic stuff, because if they don't get it, man, 
the temptation to go the wrong way is too great. That's right. Mm. Well, thank you for all you do, Steve, as always. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, TikTok teens prank (laughs) the president. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, on Saturday, during his campaign rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was a low turnout of only 6,200 people in a venue with a seating capacity of 20,000 people, okay? Aww. Yeah. He didn't get what he wanted. Loser. (laughs) Well, another reason for the low turnout, besides the fear of coronavirus, experts are saying that the president was trolled and pranked by young TikTok users who registered for free tickets without any intentions of showing up. All right, young folks. Go, young folks. (laughs) Now, that's how you prank. Yeah. <laughs> From now on, that's how you prank. From the Tell king them. of pranks. Yeah. <laughs> also, during his speech, the president referred to COVID-19 as Kung Flu. Take a listen. Oh, boy. I can name Kung Flu. I can name 19 different versions of names. He's just playing to his base, and that's what they want to hear. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly well, me, what they want to hear. Let me ask y'all something. Did I, see two, did I see two rows of black people at this uh, Oh, round? yeah. Herman Cain. Yeah, you did. Diamond and Silk were there. Diamond and Silk were there. Yeah. Who was Diamond, Diamond and Silk? Silk? Diamond and Silk are these two black ladies that they used to have an internet show. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went on stage, and Herman Cain... I do not get Negroes for Trump. I don't get it. I, I mean, I watch. Herman Cain was there? You get blacks for he, Trump? Uh, Herman Cain was sitting up there, yeah. This adult, was the, once you black for Trump, you turn into a Negro. <laughs> you turn into a Negro. You get demoted. Yeah, we demote you from black to Negro. Automatic. I mean, well, that, you ain't know, I, that ain't what I want to say. For yeah, don't let us go, don't let us go one layer back behind that now. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> say, well, Jay, you want to keep it 100, yeah. huh? But if you walk around the room But I'm trying to think, what is it they hear that we hear that they go, well, he is right. What They're is re- it they hear? They're Republicans, Jay, so He's they're sticking with their leader. He's still talking about this flag yeah. at NFL games. You know, we will stand for our flag and we will stand tall. That's not what it's for, man. It's not for And I'm telling flag. you, man, you're going to get this shoved down your behind this year. You, mm-hmm. He going he gonna to be disappointed this year. Because, see, they're not going to let him change it. No, oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, no, man. It's set now. No, they are not going to let you turn this into. Uh, all, yeah. You're not going to be able to. The flag. Oh, they can't flip it no more. Yeah, you can't flip it. It's too much. You can't flip it no more. Oh, he wants them, if if people burn the flag or something like that, he wants them to serve jail time. He said that. A year in jail. Yeah, a year in Mm -hmm. jail. Mm -hmm. But see, this is is obvious he don't go to church because the pastor never goes to the spillover room. You get that big screen, and then that's it. He don't go over there. The overflow, Mm -hmm. yeah. The overflow Uh room. He don't Uh go over there. He never goes (laughs) over there. You get there late, you sit in the overflow room, and he Mm -hmm. built a big-ass stage and... (laughs) It was seven people over there. It was so funny. <laughs> well, he's disputing, Jay. Uh, he's disputing what Dana the Tulsa fire marshal is saying, the count of people that was there. He's saying Dana that it was feel- more than 6,200. Haven't we had this pr- problem with Donald Trump for yeah. since, since day one? A crowd <laughs> estimation. At the inauguration, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's Shout not out good to Spicy. Shout yeah. out to Sean Spicy. <laughs> well, That's you know not what? what he does. Don't he you know, does not yeah, do man. that. Yeah. 
And and that's not to say that I, I uh, agree with people burning the flag. That's not it at all. But, yeah, yeah. he stayed on the flag for a, a long and time. No, I don't he think He spoke more about the Confederacy, Confederate statues than he did about black people. I mean, yeah. he really... He because really, that's what he's... He doesn't yeah. care about black people. No. Mm-hmm. He don't care what we feeling, what we... He don't even care. He don't care. He's unaware. Mm-hmm. It means... And then he is aware. He don't care. Yeah. This dude, man does not have leadership that he doesn't have what it takes <laughs> man. No, he, doesn't. he doesn't Just. well don't we have to remember this that tomorrow is super tuesday and election day in the following states new york kentucky and virginia new york kentucky cool. and virginia and uh-huh. mm-hmm. please get out and vote if you're not y'all get out to vote yes we got to get Mitch McConnell out of there. That's the main thing. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially, Man, I like that dude. Especially yeah. Louisville, Kentucky. I know we got to vote there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The president mm-hmm. is headed to Phoenix tomorrow. Uh, coming up next, nephew in the building with prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject... How Daddy Got His Groove Back. Mm. All right? That is oh, the subject. Okay. All right. Not what All you right, think, Shirley. Uh-huh. You're from Stella to Daddy, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> How Daddy Got His Groove Back, okay? We'll get into that. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. Here it you is. Now? You spent my credit card. Say it again. You spent my oh. credit card. Take a listen, people. Just take, watch, watch, watch Tommy work. Someone Come on. Sits. Bit. Yeah, he did. Bent. Oh, okay. Bent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, this is he. Uh, Anthony, this is uh, this is Jay Will. I'm the bartender here at the club. At yeah, man, I've been calling y'all all week, man, about my car. Yes, yes, I got your card. You actually, uh, you must have left it here Saturday night, is, is that right? Yeah, I, man, look, I left it up there Saturday, man, but I've been calling y'all all week, man, trying to get my car. We don't normally come back in until Thursday or Thursday morning. We get the liquor ready uh, for Thursday night, so we're, nobody's actually here. I just yeah, happen to be coming. I understand that, man, but y'all running a business, man. Y'all got to get somebody to start answering the phones, man. I, I need my, I need my card all week. Right, right. Well, so, I, I, where y'all at right now so I can go pick up my car? Y'all at the club? No, I'm not. I just left the club, actually. Um, I'm actually uh, almost home, but I do have I do have your card with me. Oh wait wait wait! You got you got my card with you? Yes, I, I have I have your credit card. Well, why the, why the f- you took my card to the house? Well, I, I, I saw all the messages that you left on the machine, so I, I'm assuming that uh, if I reached out to you, maybe we could meet up and I could actually help you out and get it to you before Thursday. Yeah, but that's cool, man. But I, I could have just met you at the club. If you, just, if you saw my call, you should have just called me back. I could have came right over to the club, man. I mean, okay. Well, I, I apologize. I got a lot of running around to do. But if, if you don't mind coming out and picking it up for me here at the house, you know, I, I'd make sure okay. I get it to you. Okay, cool, cool. Well, look, check this out. What's your address, man? So I can just come over there to you right now. I'm gonna put it in GPS and run over there. Okay. It's uh, hold on. What? Hold on. Hold on. Right. Street. All right. Is it? Uh. All right, all right, cool. Look, man, you you there now? Cause I'm, I can just shoot over there right quick. Man, and I, and I applaud you a little something, man, for taking care of that, man. Now, cause I, I really need my car, man. I got some urgent business I need to take care of, so I just shoot you a little something when I get over there. And I appreciate it again, man. Okay, well, well you know, I appreciate you, you know, wanting to slide me something. And since you said that, you know, maybe, uh, you, you know, maybe you don't have to, cause I actually, I, I ran into a little jam, man. And and hopefully you you you'll be understandable about it. But I ran into a little jam, and I actually had to. 
I, 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 I actually had to use your car. Wait, 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 you, you said what? Uh, well, I, uh, you know, I got into a, a little a little situation and, and I actually had to use your card. Use my card? Right, well, well yeah, I mean, I mean I'll mean, i be able to, 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 to uh, be able to give it back, pay it oh, back to you. Man, you know what I'm what, hey man, what, 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 what the hell y'all got kind of operation y'all got going on over there, man? Use my car for what? I closed my tab out on Saturday night, man. Yeah, you, you closed your tab out, you know, and, and, and like I said, I was going through a little bit of a situation. I needed some gas, so I used it for that, and, yeah. and my little, my little girl needed some uniforms for her school, and I, I, my check hadn't come from the, from the club yet, but as soon as the club, oh, well, hey, as, as soon hey, as, hey, as, hey, as, hey, as, hey, 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 hold, hold, slow down, bro. Uh, you went, you, you put, you put gas, and you, you buying somebody, somebody tear, children some clothes on my. Car? Right, and I had to get my car out of the shop. So I mean, once I Come on, get your car out the shop, man. Let me tell you something, man. You with my family, man. You with my family money, man. I'll you up for that, bro. Don't, I don't play for this, uh, uh, man. I'ma uh, tell uh, you what. I tell you what, man. I'ma I'm tell you what. I'ma I'ma around and file a police report, man. I'ma you up, man. You need to have my car. I can, I can, I can, Mr. Anthony, please, just calm down, man. I know it's a different. No, little... yeah, they don't calm down nothing. But at least, at least, at least. I got a family, man. I got my own kids to take care of. Uh, but at least I'm telling you what happened. You're not. I don't give a damn what you're telling me. You should have used my card. My car should have been at the club where I left it at. I can pay you back in payments, man. Every every week. Wait I... a minute. I want my money. I want my car back. I'm going to bust your. That's what, the, that's what it's going to be. Sir. That's what it's going to be. If your car was that important, you wouldn't have left it at the club. Man, well, if you wouldn't have been so, you if you wouldn't have the girl had my card the whole time. Said she was going to save it for me and give it to me. And I signed my thing and she didn't give it to me. If you wouldn't have been so drunk, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have left your card at the club. Hey, hold on, hold on. Nobody, 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 nobody f***ed up, man. I, I had two tricks, man. But that don't uh, excuse the fact I had to press some videos I need to leave. But that don't excuse you to use my card, man. I understand that, man, but I'm telling you, you I'll put... Where you at right now, man? Where you at? You at this address? Uh, you at this address? I'm at... Yes, I am. Yeah, I, I'm on the way over there, man, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you what, man, if, I, if you don't have my card and my money when I get there, I'm going to bust your wide open. I, I understand. You, I, 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 I had to, it, it took me $400 to get my car out the shop. $400? Out of my car? Well, no, well, no it was actually 600 on your car because I had to get the other stuff that I told you about. But you crazy. You crazy. You you, you, you done up. You done that's what you done, that you done, you done really messed up, man. Hey, say, man, that's, hey, look, man, that's my wife. That's me and my wife, joint savings account, man. That's for my kids. I got two kids to take care of, man. I don't know what type of game you trying to run, man, but I, I promise you this. I got some for you. I want all of my money on my account. And, and if, if any money here, I'm telling you right now, I swear to God. I've already told you that I've used this money. What do you mean Is it, if it's not there? It's not there. Okay. I've used that's it, cool. Anthony. Hey, but man, I'm asking you, you to let me put a paper. Let me tell you something. I swear to God right now, I promise. Woo. I swear, if you, if you, if you, if you don't have my together when I get over there, I'm going to put my hands on you, man. I don't know who you think you're playing with, man. I don't play these boy games. I don't, I know, I hope that I don't think this is going to go. I'm going to sue the pants off they. I'm going to sue the black off they. I want my car and I want my money real. So if my money ain't back on my car, by the time I get over there, got the cash in my hand, by the time I get over there, we're going to have a real serious problem. And I'm done talking. Hello? Hey, you ain't got to call me. I'm already on the way. I swear to God, let, let my money be off my car. Let my not be there. I hope it's not right. And I'm going to 
up, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm telling you right now. I, I, I put my, I put my, you know, right hand of God on my daughter right now. If my money ain't on my card, if the card ain't in my hand, with my money in my hand when I get over there, don't even worry about it. I'm on the way over there. I'll be there in less than 10 minutes. I, I want to be honest about this. Somebody actually gave me your card. What? Somebody actually gave me your card. Somebody gave you my card. Cool. Uh, you, I don't give a damn who gave you the card. It's your that I'm seeing when I get over there. So that's fine. I hope y'all have fun with the little game y'all play. That's fine. That's, that's cool. Man, I ain't got time to play these Mickey Mouse games with you. The other person has the card. Who the got my card, man? I ain't got time to be running around with y'all. Okay, do you have something you can take his name down so I can... Put his name down, man. I don't want to know who got my card, man. Okay, the, the guy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, he has your card. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got to pray. <laughs> Oh, man. Come on, man. Man, I got my real money on that car, man. Come on, man. I got my real money on that, man. Y'all hey, man. Your boy. I wasn't asking about this car all weekend, man. He said, you've been calling the club every single 10 minutes. Man, my, man, my wife ain't let me leave this down, man. She, she hot. He can't even pull that money off with his money in it. I don't know, man. It's, it's, hey, it's hey. serious out here, man. Hey, let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the land, baby? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you play way too uh -huh. much. God, you Woo. ain't got to uh, me. I'm already on the way. He would have whipped your behind for real. For no, real. You know what? You can hear when, he, when uh -huh. he dropped it in low. Hey, yeah. you know what? Yeah. You ain't got to call me back. Right. I'm on my way over. I'm done I'm talking. Uh, what you think, Steve? Uh, I'll be, be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I ain't got time to be monkey head game. Uh-uh. But it is your right to buy something if you find somebody's card. I mean, listen to Team Tom. Only right thing to do. Exactly. I swear for God, man, my right hand of God on my daughter. On my daughter. On my daughter, man. I'm putting hands on you. Well, he was serious. Played too much. And he was upset. You played too much, Tommy. Hey, man, you ain't got to call me. You were gonna get it, Tommy. You were gonna get it for real. I got kids, man. I take care of my kids in that car. Hey, man. <laughs> he was going back and forth with you. I don't care who gave you the car. <laughs> you are, man. You have been so drunk. Just <laughs> great job as always, yeah. King of Brains. You are the Thank king. Thank you. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letter uh, subject, how daddy got his groove back. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tomorrow is Super Tuesday and Election Day in the following states. Please get out and vote, ladies and gentlemen. New York, Kentucky, and Virginia, get out and vote. If you're not registered, right. go to whenweallvote.org. That is the First Lady site, whenweallvote.org. Uh, take the next Michelle step. Obama, former uh, First I'm, Lady. Yeah, well, well oh, our man. forever First Lady. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Melania. You're exactly right. right. Yeah, the right. current First Lady. And take uh, you a folding chair when you go, because it's going to be some okey-doke. So don't get out of line. Be there to vote. Just sit in there and wait till you get your yeah. turn. Man. Yeah, New get York, your Kentucky, mask and, and Virginia. Mm -hmm. yeah. Get your mask on, get your folding mm -hmm. chair, and I'm here to vote. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's the next step. We have to do our right. part. We have to do our part. We have to. And our part is our vote. All right. 
Time now as we switch gears, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's how we're doing it, okay? We could be reading your letter. Wait, hold on. I forgot this part. We could be reading your letter live on the air. This is for Jay. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Uh, Here it is. Strawberry letter. Let's go. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject, how daddy got his groove back, okay? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 25 years, and last weekend my wife and I took a road trip to see my wife's dad. My wife's mom passed away three years ago, so her dad is still adjusting to being alone. Her dad was so happy to see us, and he asked my wife to cook his favorite dinner. So when my wife started cooking, my father-in-law slipped outside and was talking to an older lady that had pulled up. When he came back inside, he told us that his good friend would be joining us for dinner. I could tell my wife was caught off guard, but it turned out to be an old friend of the family and my wife grew up with her children. I assumed it was the same woman that was sitting in the driveway earlier and I was right. You couldn't help but see the chemistry between the two old people as we ate and talked. Shortly after dinner, she left and we went to bed. My father-in-law's bedroom is on the first floor and our room was upstairs. Around midnight, we could hear movement downstairs, so my wife wanted to go check on her dad. I went to look out the window first and I saw the old lady's car out there again. So I tried to discourage my wife from going downstairs. She went anyway. When she got back upstairs, she was a nervous wreck. She said she walked in on her dad lying on top of the old lady and both of them were naked. The next day, she fussed at her dad like he was a child and her dad put us out. There was not, they are not speaking now. Life is too short to be mad over something this petty. How can I get my wife to stop judging her dad and make peace with him? Hmm. Well, now, I, I don't know if you can right now. I, I just, I don't know if you can. Because um, your wife probably can't right now. All kinds of things are going through her head. Was he seeing this woman, you know, while her mom was alive? All those things. And, and your wife is still grieving the loss of her mom. I mean, you got to remember that. It's been three years, but no matter how long it takes, that is her process, her grieving process. Uh, she did forget one thing in her grief, though, and, and it's that your father is grown, and he's still alive, and he still has needs, and that is okay. And and that's perfectly natural because, you know, he's he's a man, and, you know, like I said, we're all human. It, it doesn't mean that um, he's over his late wife or anything like that or he's forgotten about her, or even that he's cheating on her. I know she's passed away, but some people even think that, even though their 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 uh, loved ones have passed away. People handle loss differently. They handle it differently, and maybe that's how your dad is dealing with his grief and his loss, you know, getting with someone else, you know, having sex with with a friend. All those things factor into why your wife is acting the way she is and why your father-in-law is doing what he's doing. And plus, it's his house and it's his life. So he didn't like your wife fussing at him like a child. Uh, Your wife is just going to have to accept the fact that your father has a new life. Uh, And, um, you know, maybe she'll get 
by this, you know, through this eventually. Maybe she will call and apologize and they can have a decent talk. But that's going to take some time. I think she's still, like I said, in the grieving process. Steve? What? Oh, you know, lady. <laughs> sir, appreciate you writing the letter. There is the only one wrong in this letter from top to bottom is your wife. She dead wrong. She wrong. There's nowhere in this letter she's right. She just wrong. She's wrong for everything she did in this letter. Now, dog, first of all, let me take my hat off to you because you, you, you tried to stop this. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something in my letter. Took a road trip to see your wife's dad. My wife's mom passed three years ago. So her dad is still adjusting to being alone. Well, he didn't adjust it. <laughs> okay? He's still adjusting to being alone. He done adjusted. He was so happy to see us. He asked your wife to cook his favorite dinner. Your wife started cooking. Your father-in-law went outside talking to this older lady that had pulled up. He came back inside. He told us that his good friend would be joining us for dinner at his house. I could tell my wife was caught off guard, but it turned out to be an old friend of the family. And my wife grew up with her children. You know this lady. Stay down the street. Mm-hmm. It's her. That's her name. Yeah. I assumed that was the same woman that was sitting in the driveway earlier, and I was right. So I tried to just wait. I left a piece out, but I don't have to. Because shortly after dinner, she left, and they went to bed. So they had dinner, went to bed. We come Mm. back, I'll fix it. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter, how daddy got his groove back is the subject. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter, how daddy got his groove back. Simple letter, everybody. This woman is wrong throughout this letter. This man been married to her for 25 years. Said they went to visit her father. Uh, His mother, his wife passed. Her mom passed three years ago. And, you know, he's been taking time to adjust. Well, according to this letter, he has adjusted. Um, And uh, he was so happy to see him. He asked her to make his favorite dinner. She went in there and started cooking. Your father-in-law slips outside talking to some old lady that had pulled up. He came back. He told his daughter and son-in-law that a friend of his would be joining us for dinner. It kind of threw the wife off a little bit. But, um, you know, know, turned out to be an old friend of the family. And my wife grew up with her children. So you're thinking, cool, right? I assumed it was the same woman that was sitting in the driveway, and I was right. All right, so they had a good time. Couldn't help but see the chemistry between the old people as we ate and talked. Well, right after dinner, she left and we went to bed. Now, the father-in-law's bedroom happened to be downstairs on the first floor. Right. They room upstairs. <laughs> Paint the picture. Around midnight, uh-huh. 12. Y'all know what happened around now. <laughs> 12 midnight. You all know the song. Uh-huh. The freaks come out at night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after around midnight, we could hear movement downstairs. Mm. Mm. Now, your nosy ass wife 
wanted to go check on her dad. Now, all three years he been in that house by himself. You ain't been going downstairs checking on him. She want to go down and check on the dad. Now, you being a dude, you went to look out the window first, and you saw the old lady's car was out there again. So now you know the noise, the movement, is she back over there. So I tried to discourage my wife from going down. I said, baby, baby. Baby, don't go down there. Man might have some company. That that same car that was in the driveway just came back over there, probably downstairs. Didn't she went anyway. <laughs> That's what it says, Steve. Oh, just like she went any uh-huh. damn way. Uh-huh. When she came back upstairs, she was a nervous wreck. She walked in on her dad laying on top of the old lady, and both of them was naked. Yes. <laughs> oh. The next day, she going to fuss at her dad like he was a child, and the dad put him out. Because yeah, you can't cuss at no old black dude in his house. Right. You know how that go? And you my daughter. I'm still your daddy. Mm-hmm. All Get that, out. Steve. Now, they not speaking right now because your wife is a busybody and knows as hell. Life too short to be mad over something this petty. And you're right, bro, it's petty. But let me tell you what happened, though. How can I get my wife to stop judging her dad and make peace with him? What is she judging him for? What What is the judgment about? Shirley said her daughter is probably still grieving the loss of her mother. I can understand that. It take time to get over loss. But it's been three years, and when you older, since you know it take time to get over something, and you know you ain't got a whole lot of time to get over nothing, you got to move on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now he done grieved the loss of his wife. <laughs> it's done happened, and the old lady down the street, that he on top of her now. Yes. See, when I'm grieving, uh-huh. sex. If I got the flu, sex. Come on, boy. If I get bad news from my job, Six. Come on, boy. That's the if I get if I get fired, six. Yes. What? If I get a bad medical report, six. six. Lord knows. Yeah. I, know. I get in a car accident, some six. So yes. that's the cure all. If for I got everything. a toothache, uh-huh. six. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you if win I don't make the football team, six. It doesn't matter. <laughs> get cut from the football team. Six. When I don't hit the lottery, yeah. six. If you do. if I hit the lottery, plenty six. Plenty. Yes. Winning. Got it. Winning. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. See, your wife is grieving. He was grieving. But see, now nah, it's over with. When you take vows, you say to death do us part. One of them, and I'm not trying to sound callous about it, one of them has parted. And it happened three years ago. He's an older gentleman. He over it. But having sex don't mean that you you don't you don't forgot about your wife. Or you don't love her no more. That may help. He has sex with another woman. He supposed mm-hmm. to. Why is you down there any damn way? Take mm-hmm. your ass back upstairs to your room. Why don't you and your husband make some damn noise? Oh. There you go. Hey. But see, you all downstairs well, in my business. Right he on top of her neck. You have to take your clothes off. <laughs> You, you, it's too much can get snagged and caught. 
This is for safety concerns. Yeah, naked is for safety, exactly, Carl. It's for safety purposes. Can't get nothing caught in all on all these clothes and stuff, tan snagging and stuff. We ain't got no money to replace it. We we on we we on fixed income. We ain't got no money to tear these clothes up. Now let's lay in here naked. <laughs> All right, thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and on Instagram and Facebook. And coming up at uh, 46 minutes after the hour, don't forget to, to listen to the uh, Strawberry Letter podcast, too, on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, if you had to choose one sports season to begin with, which would it be? Uh, Junior, we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, recently said that it would be very hard to see how the NFL and college football will be played this fall amid the coronavirus pandemic. NFL teams are scheduled to report to training camp (laughs) next month. The college football season is to start in late. I don't think college football can start because when a prominent school like Clemson has 21 players test positive for COVID-19, 21 football players on a high-profile school like Clemson? I can't imagine that. Okay, so guys, what about this too, Junior? NASCAR was made aware that a noose was found in the garage stall of the 43 team. Now, we all know that the 43 team, well, I just found this out, that uh, that's Bubba Wallace's team. Uh, you know, yeah. who yeah. called, of course, for the Confederate flag to come down. Okay, we're angry. We are outraged that we are. Sick but also, yeah, yeah, but also NASCAR said the same thing. They're angry, they're outraged, and cannot state strongly enough how seriously that they're taking this heinous, this heinous act. NASCAR uh, said this also in a statement, that we have launched an immediate investigation and will do everything we can to identify the person or persons responsible and eliminate them from the sport. Okay, that's great on NASCAR's part. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Okay. Now, I mean... It's crazy. I I hope they got cameras. I really do. I hope they got cameras. Yeah. So, So Bubba Wallace had a chance to respond as well, thank God. I mean... He said that the despicable act yesterday of racism and hatred leaves me incredibly saddened and serves as a painful reminder of how much further we have to go as a society and how persistent we must be in the fight against racism. Over the last several weeks, I have been overwhelmed by the support from people across the NASCAR industry, including other drivers and team members in the garage. Together, our sport has made a commitment to driving real change Together, our sport has made a commitment to driving real change and championing a community that is accepting and welcoming of everyone. That's Nothing it. is more important. Yeah, that's it, right, Jay? And Nothing just is more important. want to be treated equal. It's not yeah. taking away what you have. Just treat us the same way you treat everybody else. Or treat yeah. yourselves. Yeah, you're that's still going to have what you have. Yeah. You we just what you want got. what we yeah. We're uh, not taking nothing from you. Yeah, we no. want be we want our forty acres and a mule. Okay, for lack yeah, of a better right. phrase, right now. Okay, well, let us have you. that. You're not okay. getting the flag back. It's yeah. not flying at the NASCAR. That's what you're mad about. The yeah. flag's not coming back. 
<laughs> All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to play a trending viral racism confrontation moment from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Wait till you guys hear this. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana, there is an all-nearly-black school. It's named after Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Now, black leaders in the community wanted to rename the school, and during a school board meeting, Brother Gary D. Chambers called out a school board member for just shopping while he's, you know, they're up there pleading their case and everything. She's on the Internet shopping while citizens were discussing about changing the name of the school. Take a listen. So I had intended to get up here and talk about how racist Robert E. Lee was, but I'm gonna talk about you, Connie, sitting over there shopping while we talking about Robert E. Lee. This is a picture of you shopping while we talking about racism and history in this country. Only white members of this board got up while we were up here talking too, because you don't give a damn, and it's clear. But I'm gonna tell you what the slaves, my ancestors said about Robert E. Lee, since you don't know history, sister. Let me tell you that they said when he got the plantation, after he got off the field where 27,000 people died, at Gettysburg, Connie, Robert E. Lee was a brutal slave master. Not only did when he whooped the slaves, he said, lay it on them hard. After he said, lay it on them hard, he said, put Brian on them, sort of burn them. That's what Robert E. Lee did. And you set your arrogant self in here and sit on that shopping while the pain and the hurt of the people of this community is on display. Because you don't give a damn and you should resign. You should have resigned two years ago when you choked a white man in his house. You should have resigned two weeks ago when you got on TV and said foolishness. And you should walk out of here and resign and never come back because you are the example of racism in this community. You are horrible, not to the rest of the board. You have an obligation to the people of this community. And 81% of them are black. And do you need a Klan rally outside, Mr. Godet, before you end it? Because holding it up means that you put that building in jeopardy. You do, sir. Because all over the country, they're burning stuff down. And black folks in this city have stood with protesters. I ain't seen you elected officials out there with them, making sure that nothing goes south in Baton Rouge. It's been folks in this community who give a damn, not just when it's comfortable, but every time. And four years ago, we came down here. Mr. Drake, they say you're a good man. Be a good man. Black folks say you're a good man. White folks say you're a good man. Your legacy is attached to tonight, brother. Your legacy. Now, let me say this the black members of the board. It's the most solidarity I've seen out of y'all in forever. Let's keep it at. Let's stand on this moving forward because we don't need to apologize for Connie, Evelyn. She showed you who she was when she was sitting next to you while you were talking shopping. You don't need another example. Now, when do we as Baton Rouge stop being in 1856? If you want to name the building after somebody, how about PBS Pinchback, the first black governor of the state of Louisiana? when he was governor during Reconstruction. You want another name? Oscar Dunn, who was the lieutenant governor of the state of Louisiana in the 1860s that gave the right for Darius Lannis and Don Collins and, and Evelyn Ware Jackson and Tramiel Howard to get here. You want to name it after somebody from Reconstruction? Name it after the people who fought for abolition of slavery. If you want to name it after somebody, honor the right people, the people who are on the right side of history. But it's your ancestor that the school is named after. So you're holding on to your heritage. But we built this joint for free. Thank and we've done begging you to do what's right. Thank you, sir. Woo! Yeah. All right, talk about yeah. New His History. Yeah, like going up in there. We I mean, did he go up in there? This joint for free. Uh huh. <laughs> I like wow. how he kept calling the council member out. Connie. 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 <laughs>
Why you shopping, shopping over there? Why you yeah. Shopping? Yeah. Name. shopping Connie. Baton Rouge is 56% black and people are outraged. They, the people who are outraged in the Baton Rouge community are working hard. They're trying to get uh, Miss Connie Bernard fired. Yeah. I mean, they're having she, a meeting to name the school. She's shopping. I mean, and she's shopping. on the, yeah. So you're not even listening to you're why. You're not even listening to what we're saying. You they want to rename the school. He broke it down, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knew his history. This mad Negro, because that's what it should be. (laughs) (laughs) He had his facts together, though. He had everything together, man. They they need to have a different name before school started. Yeah. (laughs) They better have a different name before August. Yeah, better come up with something. (laughs) All right, coming up, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so the World Health Organization has uh, reported, they reported this yesterday, that yesterday was the largest single-day increase of COVID-19 infections. All right, the single day. Brazil had the highest spike with 54,771 cases, and the U.S. was next with 36,617 cases. That's a lot. And you want to know why they didn't come to your rally. Really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're trying to figure this out. They sick. (laughs) They was sick. People, (laughs) them some people that work for him was sick too? Yes. Oh, yeah, six people. Six Six staffers. People, yeah. Yeah. That were, I think, part of the advance team down there in Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. People who go check things out. Set Mm -hmm. set it up and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they came up sick. Yeah, there was never a mention of that. That ain't a sign. No. Yeah. But yeah. That I mean, we got to do better. We 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 have to remember. It was the funniest thing I saw yesterday, though. It was hilarious to watch that what? empty stage, and nobody was there, and they built that big ass stage with the screens Outside. and everything. Yeah, that was. <laughs> It's the screens outside that throw y'all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they never got used. No, only was watching was the people who set them up. That was the only people. (laughs) People with them yellow vests on. Yeah, you got a good picture, sir. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the parents of the boys seen in President Trump's now flagged uh, racist baby tweet are appalled, and they're disgusted by the portrayal of their young sons, and they're forcing Twitter and Facebook to remove it. Uh, It's an unedited version of the video that went viral last year. You guys remember this video where uh, a little black boy and a little white boy um, they were running towards each other. Yeah. They hadn't yeah. seen each other. Okay, that's the video we're talking about. And they hugged about. each other, right? Yeah, they yeah, hugged each friends. other. Yeah, friends, right? yeah, yeah. So CNN actually used this video on a story about friendship. Then on Friday, the president posted uh, his doctored video of the children with the misspelled caption, Terrified Toddler Runs from Racist Baby. Wow. What? Look, what? How do wow. He's reaching, boy. He's reaching. Yeah. He really yeah. is reaching. Yeah. He's, He's just trying to keep his though. base stirred up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, They're he is. Working. Then he showed the message in the doctor video, America is not the problem. 
fake news is. The White House said the president was attempting to make a satirical point. The parents of both toddlers, meanwhile, are outraged, as they should be. A reminder, don't forget, we have to vote tomorrow. We're going to remind you every time we have one of these stories. New York, Virginia, and Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, that was just so sweet and endearing, those two little boys. Yeah. yeah. Two little kids running yeah. beat each other. Right. Which shows you that racism is a learned behavior. Come on. It's yeah. a learned behavior. You know, you don't, we're not born racist. That's taught. Absolutely. Yeah. And two little kids, I mean, kids are the, are the purest at that. They don't care what and color you, you are. Take they, something so innocent and make it bad. Yeah, ugly. <laughs> Yeah, I watch my son up. play with so many different nationalities in the backyard. Man, they mm-hmm. they don't have they mm-hmm. they, they don't, don't know nothing about that. that. They just having they fun, man. They just yeah. running yeah. around having fun. I ain't know I was black till my mama called me one. Junior, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love your family. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> so black ass around. in here. Yeah, tell me. I looked around. Who's she talking to? <laughs> What black ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. This this is crazy. But again, please, you got to get up and you got to go vote. Go New York, vote. Virginia, Kentucky. Please. I mean, please. that's please, how, Kentucky. Yeah, we have to do our part. That's how we make a difference. You know. I mean, mm-hmm. we got the foot mm-hmm. soldiers out there. You know, protesting and demonstrating. And if you're not out there. You know, do something else. All right, uh, coming up, our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day, but it won't be the last march, damn it. (laughs) And we'll have some closing (laughs) remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this, Jay. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, we can't push this enough. Tomorrow is Super Tuesday and Election Day in the following states, New York, Kentucky, and Virginia. Now, before we left out, Tommy, you had a question about Kentucky. Yeah, I was trying to figure out uh, where the the voting tomorrow, is it against McConnell or or McConnell is in November? This is who I'm I'm assuming is getting ready to run against McConnell, right? Right, this is the primary. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. To get the Democratic right. nomination, and there's a brother. What's his name? Him. Booker or something like Booker. that. Charles yeah. Booker. Yeah, uh-huh. Charles Booker. Booker. Doing very good. Doing very well. Right? Uh-huh. All right, Kentucky. Come on, Kentucky. <laughs> show yeah. up and show out today. At the we polls. get rid of McConnell. Oh man! Woo! That's a turn of events. Yeah. Oh, my God. Trump gonna be like. <laughs> Trump gonna really be in the bunker after that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's gonna be some issues with polling places like we saw in Georgia and Kentucky. Oh, that's why I said Virginia and New York do that. Take you know, you just gotta be ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What Jay Anthony Brown is saying is take your fold away chairs, take your mm-hmm. water, and your be, prepared be prepared to practice one of your greatest rights as a citizen of this mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. voting changes things, and we've seen mm-hmm. it happen before. This is a critical year for us, man. We cannot allow this to happen mm-hmm. for four more four more years of this. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. I mean, people, you know, lost their lives. If you know your history, and we talk about it a lot, for the right to vote, to for people to have the right to vote, honor right. that, and and you know, go do your civic duty. Yes. Do we have to do our right. part? We voting is important. It matters. Your vote matters. Yeah, well, and look the, at this the, now. What we're going through in the summer as a rehearsal, because in November mm-hmm. 
Let me tell you. That is the show. Be ready. It's showtime. We're going to. We're going to it with three gallons of water. We're ready yeah. to ride it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a pool out early. Yeah, but you and know then, what, man? We're going to really put a push on our show because me and the crew was talking about it. We're going to practice. We're going to do early voting. Early voting. Yes. yes, sir. We're going to get Mail registered. Yep. Mm-hmm. We are going to show them that we respect, love, honor, and know the power of our vote just like everybody else does at election time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, Steve. Mm. That's it. All right. Got to do it. Let's That's go, true. y'all. Yes. We got to do it. We have Country to. No New show. York, Virginia, and Kentucky. We're counting Kentucky, on you man. to show get up at chair, the polls tomorrow. Get your water and get you some Depends. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was extra? What? I thought you there. were going to say mask. Yeah. You're going to be there for a well, while. Well, Jake. Say, we might well go and get some summer sausage, some cheese, and some crackers. Get you a cooler, is what we're saying. Bring a cooler. Get you a cooler? Yeah. <laughs> Take a grill out there then. Yeah. Get a grill Got you some grapes or whatever. And just ride get it your boombox. Yes, yes, yes. Take that out there. Be prepared to be there for a while because they're closing polls where you normally vote. Mm-hmm. Some places that had like thirteen and 1,400, they got them down to 200. So they're set to make you stay a long time thinking you'll get discouraged. We ain't. We right, ain't. and that yeah. in and of itself should let you mm-hmm. know how important your vote is. Yeah. They're trying hard for you, right. for you not to vote or not to right. be able to vote. That's how important right. it is. That's yeah. it. They got it. Get you a long cord. Bring a flat screen out there so people can watch. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see how the voting is so going. So you can see how the voting is going. <laughs> oh, I got to hurry up and get in here. We down too. <laughs> But I wanted to say this, guys. You know, Steve talked about this earlier in his show. You know, he mentoring weekend was outstanding. The Harvey Foundation yeah. virtual mentoring camp. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Steve, you did a message to the boys, just like your closing message to some of the kids. They were on Zoom, some of the young men. And uh, I just wanted to say just, you know, we're all family. We work w- with you. You are doing God's work, and we're so proud of you, man. Thank you. So proud you. of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. So, you know, uh, these boys, they just need uh, someone to talk it over with. The- these young men, I'm telling you, man, if I could get, Tommy, if I could get all the frats, Jay, all the frats. I would love to do it. To, to to do, to help with this program. I got a lot of cues doing it, but I need everybody's help. I need the Kappas, I need mm-hmm. the Alphas, I need the Sigmas. Because man, we, we can help so many young men who want somebody older to talk to. Man, these dudes is just, Mr. Harvey, do you know somebody I could talk to? Now I got to stop, cause I can't have a kid want to have somebody talk to and then tell him I ain't got time for that. So I have to stop, man. I mentor a lot of these kids personally. And so, but now I'm not saying that in a way that I'm the only one because, oh God, believe me, I'm not. I got some frat brothers that stepped up, a lot of military men who stepped up that come to the camp, a lot of the volunteers. It was a kid over my house yesterday for Father's Day who I met at the camp. Uh, My son-in-law became his mentor he has now taken the insurance exam, passed the insurance exam, has now qualified, been selling insurance with uh, a company, can't mention the name, 
and now has qualified to open his own office. Whoa, agent nature. And I mean, man, just watching this kid grow. He was at my house yesterday. I can't Mm -hmm. tell you how many kids text me, happy Father's Day to the father I never had, man. I sure appreciate you, man. I mean, I I got 62 texts yesterday from boys. Mm. Just from boys. Wow, Steve. Yeah, it's uh, it's rewarding. I, I, I just... I can't get over a father trying to get his son to do some drugs so he can get the money. I don't get this. Yeah, Steve that's, was telling us sick. about that earlier. Yeah. 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 Some stories out there. It but is. it's a lot of situations, man. That's why these boys need help. Mm-hmm. They need mentors, man. There's no, get no money, the right? I don't have to give up no money, right? Just talk. I about cannot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What did he just say? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 